One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Tell me all you know. No, never. I zapped her with the taser again. Ah! I said, tell me all you know. Fine. My mom started crying. Fine, I'll tell you. So, you're probably wondering why I'm interrogating my mom. Well, it'd make more sense if I started from the beginning. So if you want to find out why, make sure you stay tuned till the end of the video. Before I was born, my parents were rich. Not mega rich, but they had a mansion. So I guess they were pretty rich. Anyway, you could say that they had a pretty perfect life. Until I came along. I'm what you'd call a devil, per se. I like trouble. I seek trouble. I love trouble. <laughs> One time, when I was about three years old, I set fire to my parents' Porsche because I was bored. <laughs> Good times. <clears throat> anyway, my parents' perfect life completely changed once I came into the picture. They had to deal with vandalism, bills, angry principals, angry neighbors, all that jazz. So you can imagine their disappointment when they found out mom was pregnant. I was about seven years old at the time. They brought home a baby boy, and as soon as I laid eyes on him, I knew. I was going to protect him. I adored the baby boy, who they ended up calling Jesse. As it turned out, Jesse wasn't the devil child my parents expected him to be like me. Jesse was so sweet, so kind. And as he grew and grew, we discovered he was so smart, easily the top of his class. And if he wanted to skip three grades above, he could have. But my parents wouldn't let him because they said that would be too weird, whatever that means. Anyway, in all other realms, I was a devil. But when it came to little Jesse, I treated him like an angel. I loved him so much, much more than my annoying parents, and I wanted him to have the best life. I dreamed of getting a good job and paying off Jesse's college tuition. Because of course he would go to college and become the greatest scientist ever. I actually started getting good grades once I set my goals on that. Maybe I did have a little smartness in my genes. Jesse and I would play a lot when he came home from school. We played video games, our favorite was Super Smash Brothers, and we did karaoke a lot too. 
One time we had the song Never Gonna Give You Up stuck in our heads for so long that we would only speak in the song's lyrics. Never gonna, I started while pouring cereal. Give you up! Jesse smirked as he bit into his toast. Never gonna let you down. Would you two shut up? Mom looked like she had enough of our Rick rolls. Anyway, Jesse actually helped make me a better child. We had a good life. Things were going well. Until everything went wrong. It was a Tuesday afternoon. Jesse went to a different school to me, one for smart kids, and he usually got home at around five in the afternoon. I was waiting for him on the front doorstep, but five o'clock came and no Jesse. I was starting to get worried. I told my parents, um, they didn't even seem bothered. He'll show up sometime. But then six o'clock came along and Jesse still hadn't come home. Something must have happened to him. Relax. He's a big boy. He can look after himself. He's 10. He is? Ugh. I called the school. They said Jesse had already left at 4 p.m. The bus was only a 30-minute ride away. He should have been home by now. I decided to call the police and file a missing persons report. And this is the part of my story where the craziness really begins. Days passed until it had become a week since anyone had last seen Jesse. I was frantic, losing my mind, putting up flyers, asking anyone if they'd seen my little brother. My parents, on the other hand, they acted like nothing had happened. I hadn't even seen them cry, not even once. Weren't the parents supposed to be the ones fretting over this, not me? But no, they didn't have a care in the world. I decided to hire a private investigator. I didn't tell my parents. Of course, they wouldn't let me. They thought it would be a waste of money. So I stole money from them to pay for the investigator. What? I told you I was the devil. And especially when it came to Jesse, I would do whatever it'd take to get him back. Anyway, a few days passed before the private investigator called me back with news. I have footage of your brother being kidnapped. What? He was taken around your home at about five o'clock. Oh my God, can you send the footage over? Sure, it's pretty hard to make out who it is though. Don't get your hopes up. Okay, okay, just sent it. My computer pinged with an email from him and an attached file. I opened it up and sure enough, the security camera footage showed Jesse walking down the street right in front of our house. Then some car pulling up and snatching him. Oh my God. I replay the video and that's when I saw it. The person who had taken him was wearing high heels, blue high heels to be exact. And I would recognize those heels anywhere. A few minutes later, I walked into the living room. Mom and dad were watching TV. I looked down at my mom's feet. Lo and behold, blue high heels. Could my mom really have kidnapped Jesse? Was my dad in on it too? Was this why they were acting so calm? I decided to confront them then and there. Did you kidnap Jesse? My parents froze. They looked at each other. Mandy, how could you say something like that? We- I have footage of you taking him, mom. I know you did it. Mom looked like she was starting to panic. She looked at dad and I could tell they were thinking one thing. We have to get rid of her. Well, I wasn't gonna let them do it. So I did the first thing that came to mind. I went into the kitchen, grabbed a pan and bonked them both on the back. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Back of the heads before they could even think to attack me. A few hours later, they woke up, tied to chairs in our basement. Tell me all you know. No, never. I zapped mom with the taser. Finally, she relented. Fine. Listen, Mandy, it's not what you think. You kidnapped Jesse. Mom looked at dad. Well, yes and no. Huh? Stop speaking in riddles. Honey, she isn't speaking in riddles. It's true that we took Jesse. Okay, so... But we didn't kidnap him. We returned him. Returned him? Returned him to who? My parents looked at each other again. I raised the taser as a threat. To who? To his creators. I paused. What? To his creators. Your brother. He's... He's a robot. The taser fell from my hands and dropped to the floor. What did you just say? He's a robot. We... Your mother never gave birth to him. He's a robot designed in a lab, and he was given to us as part of his real-world testing. We were supposed to raise him for ten years, then return him to his creators. It's all part of the deal. I couldn't even speak. I was too speechless. We were paid a lot to keep him and raise him. That's how we managed to pay off all your damages and the troubles you've caused. Jesse is a robot? Yes. How could you return him? He's your son. He's not our son. He's a robot, Mandy. Don't you love him? We... My mom hesitated. We can't love a machine, Mandy. We knew this from the beginning. I don't care if he's a machine. I'm going to bring him back. You can't. He's gone now, Mandy. He might already be destroyed. It's too late. But I didn't care. I was going to get my brother back, even if he was a robot. I spent the next 10 minutes getting the location of Jesse's creators from my parents. Then I locked them up in the basement. I didn't call the police. I wasn't sure what would happen if I did. I prepped all my gear. Rope, knives, a laser cutter, my dad's Jeep. If you're wondering where I got the laser cutter from, don't ask. Let's just say I was an adventurous child. I pulled up the Jeep, thankful that I had taken those driving lessons. Then I sped off. Jesse was being held at a base far off in the countryside. Five hours later, I arrived. I pulled on my black clothing, looking like a ninja. I hid the Jeep behind some bushes and proceeded on foot. I'll rescue you, Jesse. Getting in was much easier than expected. I guess they never anticipated anyone discovering their location. All I had to do was climb up the 50-foot wall using my rope and an anchor. Well, I guess it wasn't that easy, but for me, this was child's play. I climbed over the wall and walked down some stairs. Inside, it was quiet. A few people were milling around, but not that many. There were signs pointing everywhere. I started to walk and read the signs, seeing if any pointed to Jesse. I stopped at one door that said, J-E-5-5-1-E. That had to be Jesse. I entered, and sure enough, there was my little brother. Except he was a robot, and his limbs were all removed, detached like a broken toy. I stifled a cry. Jesse? He didn't respond. I approached him slowly. I tapped his face. He opened his eyes and looked at me. I smiled. Don't worry, Jesse, I'll get you out of here. 
I expected Jesse to smile back, to look relieved, something. But what he said next shattered my heart into a million pieces. Who are you? Oh, no. I'm afraid he doesn't remember you. I spun around. A man in a scientist's outfit stood at the door. Let my brother go. He's not your brother. He's a robot, a social experiment, and he will be deactivated very soon. No! I charged at the man, but guards entered and grabbed me before I could do anything. They dragged me away from Jesse. No! Jesse! They put me in a chair and placed handcuffs on me. I looked at Jesse. He was watching all this with emotionless eyes. Had Jesse really forgotten me? And now, the deactivation procedure. The girl is still here. Uh, she can watch. Are you sure? Isn't that a little... traumatic? Uh, it's a good experience for her. I struggled against my handcuffs, but they wouldn't budge. The scientists surrounded Jesse, and I saw one of them raise a big red button. The scientist reached a finger about to press down and murder Jesse. I panicked. I had to do something. I had to save Jesse. And I did the first thing that came into my head. Never gonna give you up. The scientist stared at me. What? Never gonna let you down. What is she doing? Is she... Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Singing? Never gonna run around and desert you. I looked at Jesse. He was staring at me now with recognition in his eyes. He remembered me. Jesse, they're about to deactivate you. Quick, do something. Jesse turned around, eyes widening at all the scientists surrounding him. And then he reassembled himself into his normal body. He broke free of his restraints and rushed towards me. Hold on! I grabbed hold of him and suddenly we were flying. He had rocket boots on his feet. Crazy, I know! Jesse broke a hole into the roof and we flew away, far away from all the scientists and machinery and everything. We kept flying until we arrived back home at the mansion. Oh, Jesse, I'm so glad you're okay. I hugged him. But we can't stay here. Mom and Dad know everything. We have to run away or they'll take you again. Jesse nodded. You're right. And that's what we're doing right now. We're on the run from our parents, from Jesse's creators, from everyone. I have to keep Jesse safe. Wish me luck.